Welcome to the Canine PT Academy Podcast. Business lessons for canine rehabilitation therapists. Introducing your host, Dr. Francisco Maya. Thank you for joining us for episode 26 of the Canine PT Academy Podcast, Business Lessons for Canine Rehabilitation Therapist. Um, I feel like I have talked quite a bit over the last few uh, weeks about the importance of doing an annual planning ahead of you know starting a new year ahead of you know in this case uh, starting 2023 and right now it is 2023 it's finally finally here and we actually just got done doing so at my clinic in chicago the canine pt and i cannot emphasize how helpful it actually is to now have a, a roadmap, have a game plan of not only what we're going to uh, be setting to accomplish this year, but also how we're going to uh, do so, okay? And going through that with my team has helped us set the priorities of what we're going to be focusing on. And what I wanted to say too is even if you are just a one-person show right now and you don't necessarily have a big team, maybe it's just you and like a administrative staff or another therapist, whatever it may be, still, I would still highly, highly recommend blocking off a day on your calendar for you to plan for this year, for you to go through the exercise of thinking, reflecting, and planning for this year, okay? I promise you that if you do so, it is in the long run, save you a lot of headaches. It is going to keep you focused on doing the things that you should be focusing on rather than wondering every week or wondering every month, you know, on what you should be doing, on where you should be focusing your time, where you should be focusing your energy and what are the right things that you should be focusing on. Okay. And it's going to avoid the mistake of you then just being all over the place and you then doing things that you don't necessarily should be doing because you're losing focus of things, okay? Now, of course, going through this exercise of of developing an annual plan, it's not a guarantee that you're going to accomplish everything on it. And more than likely, to be honest, you won't. And that's totally fine, you know, but at least setting up the roadmap, setting up this game plan is going to be half of the equation and then actually you going out about implementing the game plan is going to going to going to be the second half of the equation that you're going to have to go through to put you on a good position in 2023 and that's what i wanted to focus on today's podcast so you know the title is how to get more out of 2023 how to get more out of this year and that's what i want to be talking about Okay, so the first thing to keep in mind is that business growth will never be a one size fits all kind of approach. Okay, and yes, I do believe that reflecting, thinking, and planning have indeed been very big reasons why I have achieved so much over the last five years since I opened the K9PT in 2017. Um, but those are not the sole reasons on why that has happened. Okay, and that's why my mentoring philosophy, my coaching philosophy, um, you know, and it can be for you guys who uh, just have been listening to me on the podcast or the people who I mentor through my programs as well. I have told this many, many times to them before that my philosophy when it comes to helping folks in the field of canine rehab is not about just guilting anyone into thinking that in order for you to succeed, you need to do exactly what I have done. 
that's not what it is about, okay? Um, coaching for me, mentoring for me, is about passing along the lessons that I have learned to you guys so you can take those lessons, reflect, and then decide on what works for you and what doesn't. It's about me passing along to you guys the, the, the systems that I have put in place, the things that I have learned with those systems, so you can reflect and figure out what works for you, what work for your business model, and implement those things then, okay? And at the same time, hopefully, actually doing the same, the same process with other sources of information that you might have. It can be from other people, it can be from books, from podcasts, from whatever it may be. Like, it's not about just taking what I'm teaching or whoever else is teaching or whatever book you just read and, and making that the solution to everything. It's about figuring it out what works for you. Because there's not a single recipe for success. There's not a single book that is gonna lead to your success or a podcast, or a YouTube channel, or even a coach, okay? And, and, and that's for me very important for everyone to understand and hopefully we realize by now that, you know, and that's the reason why I, I never force into anyone who I'm coaching, who I'm mentoring, who I'm helping out into being like, you know what, this is what you gotta do. I try to help people see things from a different perspective, try to help see things from a different angle. And for me, that's the, 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 the role the, of a mentor. It's to be that second voice in the conversation. It's for me to not necessarily just agree with things all the time, but help you see things from a different perspective. Okay? And if you ever encounter a coach, a mentor, whoever, that are trying to pass along the message that you got to do things how I have done it or, you know, for you to work with me, you got to work with this system or you got to put this in place. The best advice I can give it to you is to run away, not even just walk away, run away from those people because that shows to me that those, those folks don't have the capacity to adapt to the situation, to figure out what actually works and what doesn't. They figure out one recipe and they just keep repeating the same recipe over and over again. But we need to be able to figure out the why behind things and not just like following the recipe with a blind eye, okay? So that's the first thing I wanted to mention. The second thing I wanted to mention is that we need to be clear also on the difference between tactical planning and strategic planning okay and it's very i feel it's very important for you to understand the difference because a lot of us i see tend to focus a lot on the tactical planning and not enough on the strategical planning okay and let me explain the difference to you guys so strategic planning is what i've been talking about in terms of for example annual planning Okay, strategic planning is about you taking the time, and I really mean time, to look back where you are, how you got here, reflect back on the lessons learned, reflect back on what has worked, on what has not worked, and how you can make things better. Reflect on the opportunities and the risks that you have ahead of you. And once you put all of it together, then come out with a blueprint 
of something that you can follow for a certain period of time. It can be the next quarter, the next six months, the next year, the next three years, the next five years, whatever it may be. Okay, but keep in mind that a strategic plan, it's not something that you're going to keep staring at every week, potentially not even every month. A strategic plan is about the bigger picture that needs to take place in a larger period of time. I would say at least a quarter, uh, probably multiple quarters, potentially even a year or a few years. That's what the strategic planning is about. And that's the one thing that I feel a lot of us tend to, to miss. Now, let's not confuse also strategic planning with having big dreams, with having a vision of what you want from your business, okay? Because having a vision is wonderful. Having goals is wonderful. But a goal without a plan is only a wish. And you got to come out with the game plan, with the blueprint on how you're going to get to those goals and how you're going to get to that vision that you have. And that's what the strategic plan is going to allow you to do. Okay. Then at the other hand, we have the tactical planning. Okay. Which is also very important, but it's very different. And the tactical planning is going to focus more on what you need to do to implement the strategies that you want to uh, 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 piece it together. Okay. So tactical planning is about grabbing your planner, grabbing your calendar and putting deadlines on it, putting dates on it, putting checklists on it, putting meetings on it, putting travel conferences on it, CE conferences on it, whatever it may be. Okay. But we can't just expect that something is going to get done just because, just because we put a date on it. Or just because we put it on a planner, just because we put it on our calendar, and just because we said, okay, in the next three months, like, I'm going to do this, okay? The tactical plan is going to tell you where you need to go, but the strategic plan is the one that's going to have the blueprint on how to get there, okay? So hopefully, hopefully this is making sense. And that's what I alluded earlier that I see people sometimes focusing too much on the tactical stuff on the little things, on a day-to-day checklist kind of stuff, and not enough on the bigger picture kind of stuff, on the roadmap, the blueprint that's going to take you to your vision, okay? You know, so let's take, for example, creating a budget for 2023, okay? Now, this is not a classroom, so, you know, this is a podcast, so I cannot see um, you know, you're raising your hands, <laughs> but f- figuratively speaking, okay, raise your hand if you have created a budget for the year of 2023 for your business. It doesn't have to be the perfect budget, but you have an overall idea of what's your budget for each month of the year, for each quarter of the year, and for 2023 in general, Okay. I would bet that if we were in a classroom, very few people would actually be raising their hands right now. And as boring as it might be to create a budget, and I do understand, those, those who know me and I'm laughing, those who know me knows I, I love numbers, but I do understand that budgeting is boring, okay? But it's important to make sure that you create a budget because tactically speaking, 
It's going to allow you to know if you're staying on track financially with what you need to do. So you can strategically, bigger picture, achieve the bigger goals that you have in mind for 2023. Right. So that's just one example on how the tactical goes along with the, the strategic planning. Okay, so if you have as part of the strategic plan that, okay, by July of this year, I'm going to hire a new therapist or I'm going to hire a full time initiative person or whoever it may be. Okay, so how are you going to get from today to July when that's going to happen? What's going to be the steps that is going to require from you from recruiting to interviewing to offering a position? to getting that person started and then of course in budgeting for that role budgeting for the the cost in recruiting budgeting of course for the cost once that person comes on board for their 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 salary for their wages for benefits for maybe additional programs and software that you might need to sign up an extra user for okay like those are all little things that go hand in hand but sometimes you get so distracted with the tactical day-to-day kind of stuff and at times so overwhelmed with the bigger picture kind of stuff because we don't sit down and think about the bigger picture. So a lot of times people tell me how scared they are of hiring this role or hiring that role kind of stuff. And I get it. I've been in those shoes before. I get how scary some of these bigger decisions can be. But I feel a big reason why that feels so scary is because we don't have a plan on how you're going to get from point A to point B. Okay, so please make a budget. Please put important dates on your planner. Do all of those things. But understand at the same time that alone, on the vacuum, those things mean nothing unless you have a roadmap, unless you have a blueprint on how you're going to get where you want to go. Okay, otherwise, we're just going to keep defaulting to the mindset of making ourselves feel busy. Talk, we talked about that many times before. And if you've been listening to our podcast episodes, okay, that feeling of just crossing things off the checklist, just feeling busy. It just feels like every day is like another, right? Because you're going to feel like you're accomplishing something because you're getting things off your to do list but you're really not moving forward a whole lot. Okay. And then the last thing, the last thing I wanted to say for you to, you know, get more out of 2023 is for you to please remember that business growth cannot outpace your personal growth. Okay. The, the growth of your business, no matter how small you are at this point, in time or how big you are the growth of your own business is not going to outpace your own personal growth along this journey and you're going to keep hearing me uh, say that over and over and over again no matter how many corners people might try to cut it's always going to catch up to them okay so please please get comfortable with who you are and what makes you unique and what makes you special and don't try to be someone else don't try to just copy what other people are doing instead 
Learn to leverage the biggest asset that you have on your own business, which is you. You are what makes your business unique. Okay? Leverage you. And at the same time, don't lose focus on one of the main reasons why you decided to open your own business to begin with. Which was to have fun. Which was to follow your passion. Okay? And we, yes, we do need to take our job and our role within our company, within our business seriously. Right? So I'm not saying it is all funs and, fun and games. That's not what I'm saying. But at the same time, that we do need to have that discipline in order to succeed, we can't be taking ourselves so seriously. We can't take ourselves so seriously all the time. I feel that that's a bigger, at the very least, issue I see with society in general right now, that people think sometimes it's not okay for them to have fun, it's not okay for them to be themselves, it's not okay for them to have their own opinion, and I'm not going to go there right now with this podcast episode, but when we talk about business ownership, when we talk about being an entrepreneur, okay, it is what often leads towards us business owners and entrepreneurs losing sight on what got us into business for the uh, in the first place okay because otherwise what is the point of running your business if you're not having fun what is the point of doing all this extra work that we do have to do beyond just seeing our patients if you're not actually enjoying life with it what is the point of learning all these different skills beyond clinical care if you're not laughing at the same time? If you're not smiling? Even if it is just you. Even if it's just you right now doing a mobile business like I know of quite a few of you do, spending a lot of hours in the car, right? Like, what are you doing during that time? Are you smiling? Are you having fun? Are you being thankful for the fact that you're building this? It's not easy. It's not easy. And it's coming with some sacrifices and a lot of struggles. But you're having fun. You're laughing. You're smiling. You're getting to know people. You're helping dogs. Right? You see what I mean? So please take what you do seriously, but have fun and create an enjoyable experience for everyone around you, for you, for your clients, for your patients, for your employees, your co-workers, your family, your friends. Because if you create an enjoyable experience for everyone, if people, if you become the kind of peop, uh, 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 person who people get attracted and want to be around because of the energy that you give to them, because you make them smile, you make them laugh, you make them feel better about themselves, you make their day brighter. If you're able to create that experience to people around you, then I promise you that the success of your business and then of course your own success as a person 
is going to follow shortly afterwards. Thank you for listening to another episode of the K9 PT Academy podcast, Business Lessons for K9 Rehabilitation Therapist. If you enjoyed what we had to say, please make sure to share or subscribe to our podcast or even leave us a review. You can also email us at hello at k9ptacademy.com. That's hello at k9ptacademy.com with any questions or suggestions. And go to k9ptacademy.com to find more resources and content, including our fee calculator spreadsheets, which is absolutely free and will help you determine how much you should be charging for your sessions. Because let's face it, determining what we should be charging is one of the biggest struggles we have as business owners in the canine rehabilitation field. You can also find all of that information and more under the show notes. Finally, I would just like to add a disclaimer that any of my thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are mine and mine alone, and in no way reflect the opinion or position of any other organization or company I may be associated with. Thank you for listening, and remember, if you're not having fun and enjoying life or running your business, then what's the point in doing so? So please go ahead and start having some fun.